Good evening, everybody. The Daily Grind here, and we have another entrepreneur. I am so excited that I'm smiling, also because I have to, because it is Norwood Dental Center. I'm here with Amanda, one of the owners, part of the dream team. And what is so cool about Norwood Dental is it's in the community, it's local, they're really working on being a part of it, but they're also making sure you have a great experience. As soon as you walk in, there's drinks, it doesn't feel like that stuffy dental office that scares you. (laughs) And the staff are just so warm and welcoming. So I'm so excited to have Amanda on here, who is amazing, and I'm gonna let her talk to her about herself. But let's just hear Amanda. Hi, everyone. Um, So good to be on The Daily Grind, and thanks for listening in. Yeah. So, Amanda, why did you start this business as a dental? What what made you be like, I want to open up a dental office? That's a a good question. Um, I'm not a dentist, but my partner is. um, That's Dr. William Chin. And it's ironic that I'm a dental um, office manager or co-owner now because I used to hate going to the dentist. Um, For real. It, It was never a good experience. I didn't like... Um, I didn't like hearing the drilling sounds. Um, I, I'm a very girly girl, so lots of skirts and dresses. And I hated being on the chairs because you'd be shivering cold. And um, you'd have people working just on your teeth and ignoring the rest of you <laughs> as you're like shivering in the chair and hating your life. Um, and it was really expensive. The smell gets me too. The smell, oh. yeah. Like very, very few redeeming qualities. And so um, the fact that I'm here is, is somewhat ironic. but. The other thing that occurred to me is as my partner's career was progressing, um, you know, in the dental market, it's really changing right now. There's a lot of corporate dentistry coming in where it's even more like impersonal and more just, you know, bill, 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 get the work done. And I thought that there had to be a way that you could do dentistry differently. Um, That was a bit more personal, that actually cared about the whole person and not just the teeth in their mouth. Um, and that made the experience um, less terrible. And maybe, uh, just maybe even, the dental visit in your week could become one of the most relaxing parts of your entire week or month. I like that because, honestly, as soon as I walked in here, I was like, ah, it's so cute and quaint and there's fishes and all those wonderful things. And uh, they, like, her and her partner really mean it when they say that, just to, like, really plug them for a second. My brother, as some of you guys know, is a very difficult person. I love him to bits, but he's stubborn in his ways. And we both had the same dental office for a really long time and saw the same specific hygienist. And my brother would even commute from Calgary to Edmonton when wow. he moved away to see this hygienist. And when that hygienist left, he's like, well, I've already been going to the same office. But the service completely went down because it was the hygienist making everything right. there. And he met your husband, or sorry, partner, mm-hmm. uh, William, and they talked, and he ended up talking mouth, and whatever oh, they ended up talking about. Together. Yeah, yeah, they super geeked out they together. Geeked out together. <laughs> and now my brother's like, I'm going to have a new dental office. And I'm like, what? You don't change anything. Oh, that's awesome. And he's just like, yeah, I really liked him. And so for my brother to like someone, that means you're really personal. Cool. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, it's great. So you guys are in Norwood, and sometimes Norwood gets a bad name as a community. Mm-hmm. So do you think it affects your business in a good way or a bad way that you're in Norwood, and do you have to adapt to the area? Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question. We bought this practice about six months ago, just, just less. And um, when we told our friends in the dental world that we were buying here, we had some people say, you know, are you guys crazy? Um, there's so much crime there, it's not safe there, and, and all the other rumors that exist. You know what, what I can tell you about this area that's really exciting is that I think Alberta Ave and Norwood is a really up and coming area. Um, 
I see a lot of people who are our age, we're in our early 30s, moving out farther and farther to the burbs. And then you have like an hour plus commute time to get to work every day, um, which I don't think is the best quality of life. Um, this is a part of the city where there's great diversity. You can buy a home at an affordable rate and actually be close to downtown. Um, and the houses all look different and have a unique story and character. Yeah, they're not the build-a-box. Not build-a-box, and I think that's really exciting. So I, I think that this area has a lot of positivity, and I think it's going great places. And I think that more Edmontonians should give it a chance because I think this community is going places. It's yeah, and I love that you really want to see that. I actually met her at a food crawl. Mm -hmm. Turned out we were both foodies, <laughs> and what you guys did was you gave these like the cutest little care packages, <laughs> and you're like, brush your teeth after you eat, and I was just True like. Story. I love this and I think that's something that entrepreneurs really forget in our businesses is we forget to be involved with the community. Oh, I think that's huge. You know what? Like we have not done any of the whole billboard advertising. Like I, I kind of I don't know. I don't think you get a good bang for your buck for that. Not at all. They say they have to see it like thirty times or that's something. That's exactly it. In one billboard alone, I did get a pricing on it, it was like twelve hundred dollars. Oh my god. And I was like, Wow, I would much rather do a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad where we can actually tell our story as opposed to like a sale billboard that's going to cost a ton of money. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like I think that you get more ROI by telling your story and being involved with your community. A lot of what we do to market is just showing up and talking to people and having actual conversations with human beings. Uh, and you guys also do like a fun kids day, right? With balloons, you were saying? <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of outreach events. Um, we have a pirate party coming up. And so I'm really excited about that. We're going to be doing a screening of Pirates of the Caribbean at our community league, and um, there's going to be a prize if you dress like a pirate. Ah. Obviously, I've prepared for that, and I have a great pirate costume. I feel like, but are you the judge, so like I have a chance of winning? Because I could go get a pirate <sighs> costume. No, I don't have a chance of winning, um, but I feel like at least I can participate in the theme. So I have a really great outfit, but no, I don't think I'm eligible to win. Or if I do, like, it would just be stuff that I already have, so that's kind of <laughs> I don't um, need this prize that I won. <laughs> that I won, exactly, yeah. Um, so we've had that, but what else have we done? We've had, um, we've had a Peppa the Pig paint party for, like, the under five crowd. Uh, that went over really well. Um, coming up soon, and actually entrepreneurs listening to this, you might like this, and everyone's welcome. Um, this upcoming weekend on Saturday, we're having an event called Celebrate Your Smile. And at that event, we're paying a photographer to come in, and um, for $15, you can get a professional headshot um, taken in our clinic that you can use for your LinkedIn, for your Instagram, um, for your business page, because that can be huge. I um, love that, because so many events, like if you need a new headshot, mm -hmm. you're like, $100 for three so new headshots, and you're yeah. just like... Um, selfie? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly it. And then people judge you for it on LinkedIn if it isn't like the most polished thing. And so I thought, you know, why don't we do a thing in our clinic where people can come in, they can get their headshot, and all the money we raised from the event, since we're paying the photographer, is going to a local charity. Ah. Right? Win, win, win. Everyone wins, and people get great pictures of it, too. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to make sure I share that on my social media, because I didn't know about Absolutely. that event this Saturday. I have a oh. wedding, so maybe I should come yes. beforehand. Come, because like, you'll be all glammed up and beautiful, right? so it'll work out. Hopefully. We're still, we're still, jury's still out if I can find an outfit for that. I think you'll look awesome. Aww. Yeah. And so, um, people don't know what you look like right now. We're mm -hmm. going to, you're going to get stuck taking a photo with me at the end. Okay. Cool. But, uh... What do you, like, what I love is that you're just so you. Like, sometimes when we go into business, we're like, 
uh, okay, I gotta look this certain way and right. I gotta dress a certain way. And here you are, you're like, this is a dental office and I have bright purple hair. It's like, <laughs> yes. You're just like, hey, um, do you think it, like, how do you manage to stay true to your personality mm. when I'm sure you probably get the odd comment from like an old grandma or something who's like, oh yeah, don't, what's with your hair? Like, this is a business. Like, yeah. how do you, how do you filter out those negative comments and how do you stay true to like who you are inside? That's a good question. I mean, I would say the cool thing about being an entrepreneur is you tend to attract like-minded people who share your vision and share your aspirations. So I would say most of the new patients who we're bringing in um, tend to skew to that under 50 crowd who, you know, are looking for a different dental experience. Like if you want to have a very stuffy clinical experience where the doctor's going to come and wear a white coat and say, oh, my diagnosis is whatever. No, for real, we're probably not the dental office for you, right? And I think that part of being a good entrepreneur is knowing, you know, who your target audience is and That's who it huge, is. That's huge, right? Um, your SWOT analysis. So many people don't decide. Yeah. Because your clients aren't everybody. Like, yeah. you can say they're we aren't everybody. in the office for everybody. Like, yeah. And just being really realistic about that. Um, but it's interesting. Like, we purchased this office, and it was a pre-existing practice before. And so we have had, um, you know, some people come in of a different demographic and say, like, oh, like, that's really interesting hair. Um, or even my partner, he's in his early 30s, too. Like, is he really the doctor? Is he old enough to be a doctor? <laughs> he, he does have a baby face. <laughs> he does have a baby face. But, like, yeah, like, legit, he can do your root canal. He can help you out. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think it's just being true to yourself and being honest about that. And I think when you communicate authentically, people who are inspired by that vision or who share the same aspirations, they will be drawn in by that. And those who have a different goal and hope, that's okay. There's going to be a different dental office for you. Yeah. That's, um, I love that. And so uh, your partner supports it, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And I think, like, I know you think it's a cheesy love story, but I'm totally <laughs> making you spill the beans on Ugh. this podcast. So how did you guys meet? Because I've got this, like, fun, funky girl who was in politics. I've got this dentist. Like, give us the story of how this ended up happening. Oh, all right. Um, so once upon a time, uh, when we were much younger, um, we were both students at the University of Alberta. And at the U of A, there's a program called Safe Walk. Um, and the deal with it is you wear a yellow coat, and you patrol campus at night, you walk people home, and you keep it safe. My first job um, after working at Walmart in high school, that was like a real job, was I was the director of SafeWalk at the U of A. And um, so I got to oversee all the volunteers and William was a young volunteer who was looking to get volunteer experience to apply for dental school. Um, so we met through that. We weren't dating. I wasn't like an illegitimate volunteer director also <laughs> dating a volunteer. Um, but uh, we met then. And then when he went to dental school in the States and came back, a lot of folks he knew from undergrad had, you know, graduated, moved on, and, you know, were in different places in their lives. So we reconnected and um, had a date at West Seventh Mall, of all places, and uh, I guess the rest is history. We've been together since. Perfect. And yeah. you guys are so great together. You're so cute, and you're <laughs> compassionate towards each other. So how do you make sure that the business stays with the business and, like, your love stays with your love? That's a good question. I mean... Before we looked at buying a clinic together, we had to have a really honest conversation of, you know, are we capable of separating the two? Are we capable of being in love and also owning a business together? And um, always in agreement that, you know, the relationship matters most. And so if we found, holy cow, we can't handle this, that we would sell it or move on. Like, we wouldn't let this be the end of our relationship. 
Um, but we've set up some rules for ourselves. Um, and so the rules we've created for ourselves is um, on the drive to work and on the drive home from work and while we're at work are the times that we talk about work. Um, and then beyond that, when we're at home together, we try and leave as much as we can the office at home. Now we are a startup, we're only six months in and so I'm not gonna say that we followed that rule perfectly because we haven't, um, it's but, life. Um, but we're working on it and that's what our goal is to, to make it work. I love that. I think um, as women, it's hard to keep balance, but it's even mm -hmm. harder when you're in this relationship and you're doing this business and by communicating like those clear boundaries, like yes. these are our boundaries, this is what we want to accomplish and just being really aware of it with each other, yeah. it helps. And that's, I think, why a lot of people get into business with their spouse and then don't have a spouse. I know, couple. I know, and it's so depressing. Um, I'm really lucky that like, William is very supportive, not just of me, but like of women in general. Like I've, I've been a lifelong avowed feminist myself and I had to really think to myself, like, am I still gonna be a good feminist if I'm going into business with my, with my partner, um, right? Instead of like sticking into my yeah. own career. Um, but he's super respectful about like, you know, you're great at what you do, like, you know, do the business side, you can handle, you know, the front end, the marketing, the insurance stuff, the payroll, like all that stuff that goes into running a dentist. And he just gets to be what he loves, which is a, a caring guy who provides patient care and, you know, spends his time dealing with people's mouths and yeah. their concerns. We need the people who like bad breath. <laughs> yes, I like, guess. Oh and my like gosh. coffee addicts. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like there must be some good stories he has, and he would never share them with me because he's very discreet about that kind of thing. But he I'm never shares them. Like there's no like crazy no. dental story. Like literally, like he's very like even patients where. Anyway, no, he doesn't share the stories with me, which is he's very I guess respectful in that way. Ah, uh, okay. So with, with still keeping boundaries and respectful, mm -hmm. what is the craziest thing that's happened since you bought a dentist office in six months? Was there like a crazy client? Did a roof fall in? Mm. Did someone try and rob you for morphine? I don't know. Like what was the craziest thing that's happened in the last six months? The craziest thing that's happened. Or most memorable. Wow. Um, I think probably... This is a really boring. I mean, actually, I'll tell you, I'll tell a good story. I'll tell a good story and um, a more businessy story. <laughs> um, probably the story that stood out to me that touched me most. That I was like, "Wow, we're making a difference. It's really happening. It's for real." Is um, we had a patient in who um, had been in prison. He'd been incarcerated mm -hmm. for about twenty years, and um, you know he's out now and he's rebuilding his life and you know doing his best to you know really build a future for himself. Um, but it can be tough when you have a record. Yeah, huge. And, as, um, as an HR person, I know that's the one question we ask. Yeah, <laughs> so it can be really tough. Um, but I, what I really loved about that experience was sitting down with this guy and him saying, wow, this is the first time in my life where I feel like I've been treated as if I'm somebody. Oh, I'm going to cry. You know, this is the first time in my life where I uh, don't just feel like a number and not wanted. Like, thank you. Aww. And that was really cool because... It wasn't about dentistry, it was about this man's experiences with the world yeah. and how he was connecting with it. So that was cool. And we've had a few other stories like that too of people who, um, you know, had terrible dental experiences in the past and then came in feeling like so scared and then left feeling like, wow, this is not only doable, but like, I'm okay. Um, so that's been really rewarding and I think stories like that have been really exciting. And on the business side too, I mean, I think there's a real case for caring about people economically as well because our numbers are also really healthy um, six months in. And that's exciting and I think it gives me the confidence that 
our approach isn't some like Looney Tunes, like why are you spending so much time with each patient, that there's actually a sound business case behind it as well. Yeah. You should do like a business case analysis on it almost. Oh, like, yeah. I'm working next... on my MBA, so yeah. like, I got to do all that. I even got to incorporate it into a project, so that was oh, really Oh, you cool. actually did like the dental office for your MBA. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm working on my MBA right now through Royal Roads, and so I was able to incorporate a lot of the stuff that I would have had to do anyway um, through MBA projects and then get feedback on it. So it Oh, well. that's excellent. So speaking of your MBA, I think you should yeah. tell everyone what your background is because they're probably oh. like, okay, well, how <laughs> did she end up in dentist? Like... Like, we kind of know how you ended up in dentistry, yeah. but, like, what gives you the knowledge to be good at all the things that you're good at? Um, well, I don't have knowledge about everything in dental, but my background <laughs> is um, I did poli-sci as my undergrad at the U of A, and then I did a master's in public policy, and then I did a public relations diploma, and now I'm working on my MBA. So before I worked in, in the dental field, I worked in communications and government relations. Um, Some red tape. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Um, and so not dental related at all. Um, and I still like that work, but it isn't as inspiring to me in the sense that you can't have that direct impact on someone's life, right? In the way that you do. I'm head nodding right now. In patient care. So I don't know. I'm finding it very fulfilling. I was worried that I would miss politics and miss my former career, but you know, so far I've been pretty jazzed to come in. So yeah. Well, there's something about red tape that I don't think anyone likes. No. Oh my gosh. When you guys were opening, was there, did you have any issues with red tape that were really stressful that you were just not expecting, like a permit issue or anything like that? No red tape issues, but our negotiations in order to close with like the landlord, those were pretty brutal. Really? Oh my gosh, yes. Like I learned a lot from dealing with the landlord. Um, I hope to not have an experience like that again. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That would probably be like the one thing I wouldn't expect. Yeah, taking I mean, over. Basically because, I mean, short short, short story, of what's a very long story, but long story short, um, because we were buying a business from another dentist, the landlord already had a lease with that other dentist, and so we had to assume this lease, and it was a really, really bad lease. And so my inner business hack was like, oh my gosh, like, we can't sign off on all these really, really terrible things, but there wasn't a whole lot we can do. So... We are in this space right now, and we've we've painted, we've made it nice, we've really modernized it. Um, but it is very modern. Yeah, like we've made it quite lovely inside. Um, but long term, I actually might look at either buying the building we're at, um, or even moving the practice somewhere close by. Um, but that way, we can redesign it from the ground up. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. I like that. You guys could have like maybe like soothing water fountains I know. in the corner, or like a patio. Imagine being able to have oh. a patio. Like I just I like patios a lot. You know, like the twenty minutes where like you're waiting for the floor, yeah. right, and you can't brush your teeth. Go sit on the patio. Go sit on the patio. We'll relax. set a timer so you don't accidentally eat something in your car. Absolutely, I think that would be really lovely. And the other thing is that like we like to do a lot of community work, like before, like fundraisers, charitable events. Imagine being able to come to like a private patio and, um, you know, I don't know, fundraise for whatever cause there was. So we'll see, like, it's very much in the dream state now. Like, but you got to have a vision, right? Yes. And there's like so many people forget that. Like, they get into the business and they forget what their vision was or yeah, they forget totally. to think bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or they don't innovate. Right. And I think especially They're dental. like, this is how I always made money, so this is how I'm going to keep making money. <laughs> totally, totally. And I think that dentists are especially guilty of that. Like, because dentistry is like a service, right, I think there's a lot of old school thinking there. Of Like, this is the way it's always been. This is the way it's going to have to be. 
And so it's been so cool coming in and thinking, well, how can we innovate and how can we do things differently? Um, and so we have like a lounge menu now. So when people are coming in, they're actually going to get like a menu. Oh, I'll pick this coffee. I'll pick that sparkling water for real. I that's... wish you guys could see how much my eyes just like <laughs> lit up. Like I'm going to get a menu at the dentist office. Yeah. So that way you can pick like, if, let's say your kids are in their appointment, you know, you're stuck here reading whatever magazine. You should have a good selection of magazines and you should have like a cappuccino. Huh. You should probably, like, you could add a restaurant in. Like, oh, we have a restaurant yeah. next door while you wait for your kids that's Something knocked like out that. and drugged. <laughs> but, like, right now we already do have the menu. And the other cool thing that I'm building out, and this will be available by September 15th. Ooh, we have um, a date. That's it's a goal. Always set a date, people. Yes, definitely. And we're actually going to have a room, which is our toy room. And so how it will work is, let's say, like, you're 10, you've gone through your appointment, it went really well. You will get to go to the toy room, which is going to be a whole room, wall-to-wall, covered in toys. And you get to pick the toy that's going to go home with you. So it's like, I love it because it's like a reward system, but it also kind of takes away, like, the pain of the dentist. Like, I remember Absolutely. when I was a kid, uh, I, that big, what do you call, like, the x-ray machine that swings around your head? Oh, the pan machine. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if those were, like, super new or whatever. We're going to say that they were old time because yeah. we're not going to talk about age. They used <laughs> to make love sound and be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And they told me to turn my head, and I turned my head the wrong way because I was like maybe eight. So yeah, you, you were little. Head. And I like I bashed my head like oh, no. so oh. hard on this thing. And then my my mom got mad at me actually. Right. <laughs> it was like I had this headache, and then I had this mouthache, and I was just like, Meh. yeah, and it's a horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. So like, if I at least got a toy for bashing my head in, I'd be so happy. And you'd have a better memory. And not only that, chances are that you would be more excited to take your oral health seriously and excited about your regular checkups, which we know are important overall health because it's a good experience. Can I take a toy from the toy room even though? Yeah, okay. you can. Like, okay. You can. <laughs> we can make like an exception for the adults yeah. that are children at heart. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I actually, it's weird actually because I actually kind of want to open a whole bunch of them. Like, did hmm. you know that Polly Pocket is coming back? No. Think about that. Okay, so I'll be booking a dentist appointment for September Polly. 15th. <laughs> like, Polly Pocket, though, is legit making a comeback. And I was like, that's fantastic. Like, kids have been missing that, I'm sure. Right? Like, those mm. were, it's like Ty, like, Ty is back, like the Ty beanies. Ty but they're, beanies. Oh, yeah. yes, they but are. But they're big with these big eyes. Yes, they, they still are. have the names. Yeah. But they're not called Ty anymore. They're like, they're still Ty, but you don't say Ty. Interesting. Apparently, I was learning, when I was out of book signing this weekend, There was yeah. a, I was near a Ty section. Wow. And so kids were schooling me when I asked them, like, oh, that's, like that's that. a cute owl. He's like, this is Peter. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, that, okay. That's, that's Peter. That's yep. Peter. But I, I love that concept. And so are your staff on board with this? Like, how do your staff add to the um, feeling that they get, like, that clients get when they come here? Yeah. I mean... That's, that's been one thing that's so different, I think, of politics compared to dental staff, is um, in politics, like, people have a vision, right? Like, they're trying to achieve something yeah, grand. Yeah, win thing. the campaign. Yeah, yeah. Sign this banner. So, so they're very inspired, and they're taking it very seriously. Um, we had to go through a lot of interviews to find staff who would be interested in fulfilling, like, our kind of vision for a dental practice. It was not as easy as I as I had expected. <laughs> um, Interviewing and hiring is never an easy process. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. And so for like our hygienist, for example, I literally had that posting out for two months and had a lot of conversations before I found someone where I was like, yeah, like she gets it. She's going to be fabulous. Um, because yeah, there's a lot of extra things that we do that 
Um, some people we interviewed were like, well, why do I have to give them a warm lemon-scented towel after the appointment? That's going to take an extra five minutes, and, like, why do I have to bother? Wait, I get a warm lemon-scented towel? We did not tell me about this. This is like going to yoga class. Yeah, <laughs> we do. And, like, I think it's really exciting. I think most patients have reacted to it very That's nicely. That's so relaxing, especially because sometimes your jaw hurts so much. Totally. Like, Even just to freshen up and, like, relax. Yeah, the but... white stuff, you know, like the drool. Oh, I'm really – I don't uh, know about you guys, but I drool, like, so much at the dentist. I'm like, where did all that come from? <laughs> I know, and you're like, I didn't even know I was capable of that level of nastiness. Right. But, like, yeah, totally. So I think it's a really great thing. Um, but, like, yeah, we did interview some people who are like, oh, like, that is so much work. Like, I have to get them the towel, and I have to spend time helping them find their show on Netflix. Like, you know, they can just open their mouth, and I'm going to get started. And I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, I know exactly, because, like, that my is old not hygienist that I, like. we're hoping for. <laughs> yeah, like, me and my brother, like, he was that, but the rest of the office wasn't. Like, he right. was, like, he would serenade us. Well, right. we cleaned our oh, teeth. Oh, he sung to you? Yeah, and oh, at first fabulous. I was like, this is kind of creepy. And then I, like, got used to it. And so I went, think it really behind that, too. Yeah, so when he left and there was a new hygienist who was not singing to me, I was like, what the heck? This is not what I signed I up for. Like, so angry. Yeah. Um, but so, that personal touch makes a big difference. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, we have a great, we have an awesome team now. Um, but it took me more time than I expected to find the right team. That's and, for sure. So, and the right team, like, just really affects, like, morale, not just for people who come in, but oh, for yeah. you guys every day. Absolutely. And so, morale, I think, is a huge part of mental health. Yes. And um, mental health, like, you guys are just new. You tried, to, you left your career, so yeah. to speak, started a whole new career, started a new business, you're doing this new life. How do you and how do William keep your mental health kind of in check? Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, we've tried to preserve the most important parts of, I guess, what we did for self-care before. And so Sundays are sleep-in day. Um, We sleep in, like, epically on Sundays, and that's really great. Um, We still take date nights where, you know, we're away from work and away from the office. We also try and maintain a good group of friends who are not each other, right? Um, he's a great guy, but like I, I like to see my girlfriends. I like to be away from it. This weekend I went camping actually with a, with a bunch of women from the area, and there was no men at all, and it was it was really nice. Um, so things like that are key, um, and I think that's really important because I think in some ways like your mindset as an op- entrepreneur is more important than whatever technology or fancy gadget or fancy feature you have because if I'm giving you that warm lemon scented towel with a snarl on my face <laughs> it's still not gonna you're be like crying yourself like yeah <laughs> like it's still not gonna be very nice and so I think that's huge and as owners just realizing too like our team is about eight people the mood that we bring into the office is going to have a direct impact on the mood of everyone else here thank you for saying that I think a lot of us forget that we are they, we want to say do as I do, not as I say, or whatever. Yes. The, the saying where you reverse it and you yell at your children. But, like, people look to us. It's our business. How They're going to act how we do. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's not only, like, how we treat each other is going to impact how we treat patients. Like, William was saying before when he worked at other dental offices he didn't own, there would be this weird situation where, like, a patient would come in and it would be like, oh, hi, welcome, and, like, really friendly. And the second the patient leaves, like, snarl, right? Like, <laughs> back to that, like, you know, not-so-happy attitude. And so that was another rule that we made for one another and for the clinic is let's try and treat one another with the same kindness and courtesy and respect as we treat our patients because our team is just as worth it as they are. Yeah. 
right? Uh, so is that that really helps, I think. I love that. So what's like what's the plan for the next couple of years? Like I know like there's a hope for the patio and stuff, but yeah. like with you doing the MBA, like is there a goal that's not related to the denty denty <laughs> the denty life yeah the denty life we're gonna call it the denty office yeah. <laughs> denty center um yeah is there like a goal that you have or like like a big I was like a big hairy audacious goal that you want to yeah accomplish well I mean I think that we see our broader purpose is not just being a, about a dental clinic but about building community and so I think our big hairy goal would be um Within the next five years, because that's what our current lease is, we'd like to be able to buy um, some property nearby, um, build a building, and have in that building not just our clinic, but other really community-focused groups that are helping to build that same community and really just create, you know, a neighborhood space. And so that might be, you know, a neighborhood coffee shop, a neighborhood dance studio. Um, it might be, you know, someone who's helping with the mental health of the area, but really just helping to build the area up and develop it. Um, and show show our community that you know we can really care for one another, and that makes business sense too. Oh, I love that because sometimes we forget to give back. But I really believe like the more we give back, yeah, the more we get back. I think so too. I really do. And like I think I I'm not a, I'm not a religious or spiritual person myself, but I do have a general sense that if you're caring about others and doing kind things, that good stuff in some form is going to happen to you. Yeah, karma's got to be real, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, that that would be what the goal is. So right now, I mean, the hustle is real, being six months in. Like, right now, we are legit, like, hustle, hustle, hustle. But, yeah, eventually, um, we'd like to get that building and probably at some point scale back our hours. Right now, we're doing, kid you not, like, 14-hour days, probably four to five days a week. Um, and I think a lot of people need to know that, too, because entrepreneurship looks so wonderful and... I'm going to fire my boss and only work eight hours a day. Yeah. No, you fire your boss and you double your schedule for, like, the first year. That's exactly it, yeah. But I kind of see it as, like, a, a rocket going into, like, orbit, right? Like, you know, we have to – we are in, like, the shooting off the earth and, like, refuel, like, really, really intense stage. Yeah, Getting and then past we'll, the border, like – Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, past the – whatever – what is it called? Gravity? Ecosystem? Ecosystem. Uh, okay, so neither of us know what it is, but the thing that's really hard to get the past is The thing that's hard spite. to get through, yes. <laughs> and then once we're up there, then we'll take that refuel moment and then I think look at, you know, the next phase and so on. Yeah. Um, I think in business they call the concept like S-curves, right? And so, like, you're building on one S-curve, which is, like, your beginning, then yeah. it's really busy, and at some point you have to, like, jump and move on to that next big thing. Um, so right now we're building our first S-curve, but who knows? Like... If I look at the transportation system, you have taxis and Uber came along and revolutionized and then we're going to have self-driving cars. I'm really interested in looking at, like, what is the future of dental care? Oh. What is the future of dental care? Like, when we look 10 years from now, 20 years from now, what could be different about the experience we give today that could be even better? Can I just wake up and get new teeth every day? Like, is that an option? Maybe. Like, why okay. don't we look into it? Okay. Let's do it. So, anyone listening to this podcast, if you have innovative ideas for dentistry... Please. Yeah, send them let, to me. I'd yeah. love to chat. Let Norwood know. Maybe you guys can, like, partner up. Maybe I can, like, wake up and someone else will brush my teeth. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are there are, there are innovations coming along. Like, before, if you were getting a crown done, for example, you had to send it off to the lab to get the crown made and then come back later. There is technology now that allows an office to do that in-house. It still really? takes time. Yeah. It still takes time, and it's not 100% accurate yet, like, in terms of fit. But I'm really following those trends so closely because... 
That's so annoying because when you, I don't know, like, have you had a root canal before? I haven't. Okay. So <laughs> I had a filling. I've had one filling and he did my filling. Oh, okay. I've had two root canals. Oh, God. And well, um, he survived. Yeah. They That's were, good. the first one was okay, but the they don't tell you, like, when I was first getting it, I just thought, like, oh, you're putting in a new root. Like, yeah. I didn't really understand the process. And they saw down your tooth to, like, yes. this little nub that looks like a pirate. And I actually yeah. have it on my front tooth. There's one embarrassing picture. Right. And then they, he's like, do you want to look? And I'm like, okay. But I'm smelling this burning. I was like, what was that burning? And all of a sudden, I have no tooth anymore. Oh, gosh. So, really, they shouldn't call it a root canal. They should call it, like, a tooth replacement. A tooth replacement, yeah. And they gave me, like, a temporary one that's, like, filling whatever. Yeah. But I don't know what it was. Like, maybe there's bad snowstorms or whatever. But it took two weeks right. for it to come in. And in the week in... Yeah, you're like, having to deal with that. Yeah. So I've got this fake tooth. I'm trying to work around what I eat because yeah. it's plaster. Yeah. And it came out. And I was, like, in public. Oh, my gosh. And I, like... I think I was at work, actually. I was at work when it happened. And yeah. I was like, I'm going home now. Like, yeah. I'm going to the dentist. I was, like, rushing. I'm like, I need a new fake temporary tooth thingy. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. So, like, if that so, like, could be done like here... That, that can be done better and faster. Even whitening, like there's a lot of whitening products on the market right now. A lot of them cause sensitivity. Yeah, huge. Right? So how can we how can we deliver that service in a way that's not going to create that sensitivity? Cause more damage later on. So speaking mm-hmm. of that, how do you feel about the charcoal movement? Um, that's really interesting. So I saw that on Instagram, obviously. Like I love social media, and um, I asked William about it. Here's the thing, like because again, the ADA and the CDA can be kind of old school my sense is that there's not a lot of clinical research on how that's going to impact the teeth. Yeah. Um, William's biggest concern with it was that when you're, if you're using charcoal on your enamel, um, enamel is very hard, but if you were to wear down the enamel or da- damage your enamel in any way, you're going to be more cavity prone and you can't replace that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so his biggest thing was like, if you are going to use a charcoal toothpaste, um, gentle brushing, um, not really hard, aggressive brushing because you don't want to damage that enamel on your teeth. Oh, see, that's good to know. I know I've, I've enjoyed the ones that are coconut oil based because I feel like maybe yeah. that's a little bit better. But yeah. I, and I don't, I don't seem to need as much, um, like sensitive mouthwash afterwards. Totally. Yeah. But don't look at my teeth because I've been judging. Oh, I like your teeth. I'm actually looking at them right now. I think they look beautiful. So. Aww, see, look, they give you compliments when you come here too. Oh, oh my gosh. Lovely. So. But, what was the one thing you've learned so far that you didn't expect to learn? Hmm. I think, I mean, this is such an obvious lesson, but like it still surprised me for some reason that you can't please everybody, right? Like we've only had, we've been open about six months. We've only had one negative review so far. Um, and I beat myself up over it. Like, right? Like, I really beat myself up over it. Like, oh, man. It's hard not to, though. You're like, what? what, Did I do that that bad? Like, yeah, like, you know, how, how? And in this one one bad review we had, it was a patient who booked in as an emergency. Um, So William's schedule was full. We took her in as an emergency. um, And it was just, you know, an appointment to check, see what's going on, um, prescribe antibiotics, painkillers if appropriate, and then book back for treatment later. All explained in advance. But then when she came and then couldn't get like this major treatment that took two hours the same day, she was really upset. (laughs) And then I still look back at that and I beat myself up over it of like, why? We explained it. Like, you know, why? What could we do better? Um, And I think after about a month of like agonizing, what I've come to is, you know, people are going to have their own perceptions and you, you can't control what everyone thinks. No. And all you can do is 
deliver an awesome experience that you're satisfied with, that you can go home and sleep and say, yeah, you know, I think I nailed it. I did a good job today. And, um, you know, you can take in the feedback from others, but sometimes people have a different perception and that's cool. Yeah. I love that you said that. Like you guys as entrepreneurs really remember that everyone has their own perception and we need all those different perceptions, but Mm -hmm. know there's a time to listen and there's a time to implement other people's perceptions and to filter, right? Like filter is really important for your own mental health. I think too. Oh yeah. Seriously, for those two days, like, I was so upset. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I remember, like, there's days um, I did a book setting once, and I didn't yeah. sell any books. And I was, like, so, like, what is wrong? And someone yeah. was even mean to me that day. Yeah, and you're like, like, is something wrong with me? Yeah, I was like, like, was I horrible for going down this venture? Yes. What did I do wrong? And I was, like, an emotional wreck. Like, I was like, don't talk to me. And I had I to, like really like uh simon scenic speak for like going back to your why like why did you start this why did you do it and i had to really take that time to go back into that and be like okay well was it the location like did i do something and learn from the like i don't want to say but learn from the experience but know that it wasn't necessarily a hundred percent my fault that yes it wasn't exactly i did pick a bad location that day but (laughs) to have that perspective too that when you're an entrepreneur um the highs are going to be higher than what you had before but because it's you personally that's on the line, the oh. lows are going to be lower too. Yeah, and, and not like, to like, like to take, take it, it personally too. Like even sometimes someone will be like, I don't like your social media. And I'm like, I don't even know what I do with my social media some days. Like yeah. even though I do other people's, I'm like, mine's just for fun. Like, yeah, that's and exactly it. They, um, so then, you know, there's always someone who's like, oh, you should post more like this and twist more to the oh, side. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't keep up with these things. Oh, totally, <laughs> yes. And the second you open a, bi- a business, of course, other people who are in business are going to, like, flood your inbox. I've discovered oh. this, too. And be like, here's a service I can offer you for, like, a lot of money. Um, your current thing is not great. <laughs> yeah, everyone's pointing out what's not great. You're like, can you, like, point out what's great? Like, I know, I know. <laughs> and so for social media, that's a great example. I'm doing it myself right now for our clinic, and, like, I'm satisfied with the job I'm doing. But, like, yeah, I've had people, too, be like, ugh. Yeah, the, with the social media, my favorite is, I'll grow your followers. And I'm like, I you'll know. get me kicked off Instagram. Like, I know, and I'm like, they're all fake followers. I don't believe that you're going to get me a 1,000 followers a day. Give me a break. Yeah. We have 174, by the way. And um, if people in the podcast want to follow us, you can make it 200, probably. Yeah, or more. so everybody, that's a great way, because that's actually going to be one of my next questions as we oh. finish up, is what are your social media handles? How can they get a hold of you if they want to tell you about innovation, they want to book yeah. an appointment, they want to see what all the crazes about how can they get a hold of you um our facebook is at norwood dental center edmonton our instagram is at norwood dental center um and then of course we have a website and all that too um phone number here is 780-474-2456 but most importantly i'm actually really interested in connecting with other entrepreneurs and other innovators and just chatting business and doing things differently generally so if anyone is up for a conversation it doesn't have to relate to teeth um but you can get your teeth done at the same time we can do your teeth too <laughs> we can do your teeth too but like I'm, I'm all in um how can we change the world together and make it better ah i love that again thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you know you. william's busy doing metals so it's hard to track down <laughs> <laughs> true story yeah the popular guy but um, I loved having you on. Is there anything else that you want to tell any entrepreneurs that might be listening to this and thinking about going into the realm or changing careers? Um, you are not alone, and um, dreams can come true. Like, uh, I would probably say those two things, because I believe it. It's going to be a lot of hard work, um, but you won't be alone in it, and um, the hustle can pay off. 
yeah, it paid off for Walt Disney since we're going with dreams come true. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, make sure you guys look into other entrepreneurs. Uh, again, Norwood Dental Center, reach out to them. Uh, even though, like, let's say your business isn't even related to dental in any way, shape, or form, you never know how your business can work well with another business or if you guys have ideas or want to change the same things. Yeah. So let's really reach out, you guys, and grow together. I love that you're open to that because some entrepreneurs just get... So oh, no, caught up to. in life. I mean, a good example is like even gravity blankets. Like we have gravity blankets in our office that we can give to patients to help them feel not anxious and hugged. Well, that's another business that we're supporting when we're buying those gravity blankets. So you never know, right? Well, I did tell her to switch to Sleepify because as you guys know, I know Sleepify I'm, I'm looking on, into them. Sleepify was on here and I do love Sleepify. Yes. Uh, so yeah, and just like, you know, don't be afraid to give back. Even on like the days that your business is rough, don't be afraid yeah. to give back and really enjoy life and like just look them up they're so much fun so thank you again so much for being on the podcast Thanks, today i had such a great time with you you guys that is it make sure you check out norwood dental center even if you just come sit in like the really chilled lobby and talk business or get your teeth cleaned yeah. just a little bit of bias but support local okay have a great one you guys bye Let's see bye, bye.